0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
1: The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. That's right. And now we're all three in color because of a momentary... Budget increase that B. Arthur didn't see coming. Good morning, everybody, oh. and welcome. Uh-huh. Yep, we got it right past her. Jason and Alexis in the morning, the third and final hour. Hey, everybody. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm Jason, Alex Lex and Dar McLean. We're here for you. Hey. <laughs> really quick. Before we get into the second scenario, uh Alex has uh speaking of us, um, we saw we were somebody tweeted us this morning. A mother. This is how long Lex and I have been uh, together doing this. Oh no! We've li- we've quite literally raised children, and next year will be the tenth anniversary of the morning show. Not uh, we've been here longer, but of, of us doing the morning show. Oh my gosh! And a woman named Sarah uh, sent us a picture. Her son listened to our show. And we kind of r- helped raise him, basically, Lex. <laughs> was he a
0: toddler? Now he's getting he married. He was, like,
1: <laughs> was like seven or eight, okay? Okay. And now this kid is a senior. Uh, his name is Becker. Remember Becker, Lex? If you look on your Twitter, she t- tweeted the two oh of us.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yes.
1: We invited we Be- play
0: a game with him?
1: We did. And then we invited Becker in. He loved the 49ers. Remember that? And he came yes. in. Yes. Well, now listen to this. Last night, he was named football captain for, the, uh, for his senior year of high school.
0: Oh, wow. That is so yeah. cool. Is cool. Championship.
1: So, one, congratulations to Becker. Yes. Number two, we're damn old. Wow. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, thank you, Sarah.
0: Oh, that's ah. so cool.
1: It is time for part two. Am, am I wrong?
0: No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong,
2: Walter. You're just an ass.
0: Am I wrong?
1: Am I the asshat? What's we got, flex? All
0: right. Am I the asshat? For leaving after being told to be quiet at dinner. What are you, three? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is wild. All right. Okay. So female, right? She's 21. Her boyfriend is 24. They've been dating almost a year. He invited her to dinner with his family. <gasps> oh, God. The family is mom, dad, and 16-year-old brother. They never met prior to this. <laughs> and the oh, old, they, they
1: never met the family. They never met
0: the family. This is the first okay. time meeting at the parents' house. The only thing that she knew about them was that they're conservative and Christians, but lovely people. And they were. She says, I got along with them really well before dinner. They were like lovely and talkative. When it was time for dinner, her boyfriend's dad wanted to pray. So after praying, he said something along the lines of, let us dig in and let the food keep us quiet. It's a pretty popular saying, mostly told to young children in school. My understanding is that it's always been that you shouldn't speak with food in your mouth or to be extremely loud at the table. But I wouldn't say it's a cultural thing. So she dug in, took a bite. It was fish soup. Absolutely delicious. And as a good guest, I wanted to compliment the cook. So she says out loud, this is delicious. Is this saffron a perfect autumn soup? Boy, her boyfriend's brother looked surprised and and then his dad hushed her big time, a real aggressive with his fingers over his lips. And then he said again, let the food keep us quiet. I apologize because I thought I had accidentally spoken with food in my mouth or something. But a few minutes passed and nobody said a word felt super awkward and weird, especially since they'd been so talkative before. And my boyfriend was unusually quiet. After a few minutes I was just too weirded out and I asked about their day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it, no. Oh yeah, she oh, she goes Lord. in
0: and how nice it was that they invited me there at, in the first place. And then his mother did the hushing thing. So awkward. I think that so, she says I think that's when it clicked that there's no speaking at all at the table. Let the food keep us quiet. Really quiet. Super awkward and she couldn't deal with it. She says, imagine sitting at a table, you're one of five, and everyone's eating soup looking dead serious. (laughs) So she laughed out loud. She said, it just slipped out. (laughs) (laughs) I love the way she's telling this. I love it. (laughs) She says, I ended up being told off by his parents for being disrespectful, (laughs) and I didn't respect how their household worked, so I could eat alone in the kitchen. So I thanked them for the food, and I left to the hotel that my boyfriend and I were staying. My boyfriend later told me that I was being an asshat, and I I should have kept quiet or eat alone in the kitchen. I understand their family traditions and rules, but it was so weird. I just couldn't take it anymore. Am I the asshat? Uh,
1: Okay. (laughs) Let's open up the phone lines. 651-641-1071. 651 641 1071 call now <laughs> Okay the boyfriend Thank you the boy this is I'm taking a the boyfriend is the butthole.
0: Absolutely you he need to have, warn
1: Thank you because I'm sorry this is just unorthodox and and I don't like the word normal but this isn't this isn't normal. This isn't a, <laughs> no. an everyday. They're, the majority of families are. Do, I'm not laying. I'm not laying judgment on them. But here's just a fact. This is the minority.
0: We need a heads up.
1: We, you need to tell me that y'all are silent like a bunch of mimes uh, during dinner. Right. You. You need to you tell eat that soup in silence. That is a big piece of information that you left out. That's like forgetting to tell me, by the way, after the prayer, my dad's going to dress up like a clown. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to sit there. He gets there. naked. And he's only going to communicate with a horn, like Clarabelle. God. You know what I mean? I
2: That's- mean, or say, tonight for dinner, we're having soup and silence. <laughs> nice. Not soup and salad, just so you know.
1: Holy nice. crap. Here's
0: what's on the menu. Well, there's different levels, too, right? The dad hushes her, so not the, not the ass asshat the first time. She didn't know. What about after the mom did it? And then when she laughed,
2: yeah, well, oh I can't blame I her, I that mean, would sometimes be me. you me just too. like, you cannot, it's so weird that you can't hold it back. I totally have yes. been there. Oh, me three. I, oh God,
1: that would have been me. I oh, would have yeah. laughed. I would have, <laughs> yeah. I would have lost my mind. Yes. Because I, I would have found it. I would have thought that I was in like, get out or something. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, <laughs> i would have thought i was in some sort of weird movie some jordan peele movie you know what i mean we're
0: right like i i need to get out <laughs> <Literally>. right now
1: <laughs> yeah oh god okay let's go to the phone lines Ooh. uh who should we put hi patrice hey girl hey hey, hey, girl, hey. what do you I'm think
0: real can you believe this <laughs> Girl run. I mean, I would have laughed right off the bat and say the Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> there would be no way. As an Italian, there would be no way no, said, we oh, can right. eat and talk all at the same time. And yes. um, we are not like no one's business. Are you kidding me? It's yeah. an
1: art of its own,
0: first of all. Yes, I did. However, I literally would have laughed right off the bat, and then looked at him and go, "I don't think so." Yeah. and walked out.
1: <laughs> Thank you, truth. Patrice. Thank you. What a I say? You, you too. too. <laughs> Let's go to Phil online too. Hi, Phil. Hey guys. Hey, Cracker Ooh. Barrel girl. Hey. hey. <laughs> you yeah, my you sitting on the porch uh, on the rocking chair.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, what do you <laughs> think? It's all Mike? good.
1: <laughs> say this is ridiculous this woman is my hero <laughs> i mean seriously I, I, there's no other way to react to this number one this isn't a christian thing uh maybe church of scientology uh maybe possibly but absolutely this guy should have told her yes. way ahead of time i mean yes jason what do you like <laughs> oh, absolutely! Oh, I said it. Heads it would be—I'm not kidding. It would be like forgetting to tell her that her dad likes to dress like a clown during dinner right. and only communicates with a Clarabel, a Clara horn. You know what I mean? You know, that's almost as bad as inviting Jonathan over for dessert. Well, that would never happen. Thank you, Phil. Let's go to Ashley. Let's go to Ashley on line three. Hi, Ashley. What do you think?
2: Okay, yeah, homegirl is not the ass. the Uh, boyfriend is uh like dinner time is a time for you to break bread to talk to to laugh to spend time together like usually the norm is like you talk during dinner time now if that's not your family's norm that is something that you needed to let her know in advance and I'm pretty sure that if they're this deep in the relationship to where they're staying at a hotel and she's meeting his family for the first time, they have had plenty of dinners together, them two, with their coffee. So, cuffs.
0: Right. so, That's so how would she expect point. anything less? Yes. yes, Ashley.
1: That is so right. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. Oh, God. Let's give Bob the last word. Hi, Bob. Hey. Hey. I hey, know I'm good. Good googly goo! I mean, you all beat me to it. She shouldn't just leave the room. She should run. Oh, it's, it's just—it's not the Church of Scientology. It's the Church of Silentology. <laughs> <laughs> These people are nuts.
0: She should have looked at the wall in the living room and
1: the family picture. They all were
0: wearing ass hats for a family photo. <laughs> Oh no, Thank you, Bob. All
2: oh. right, this is my opinion. If it's a <laughs> yeah. Christian thing, Jesus had the Last Supper. If he didn't say anything, everybody just would have left and said, peace out. You got to say, someone's going to betray me, and y'all should stick around, okay? So even Jesus talked at the Last Supper. Right.
1: And there's a lot going on in
2: that painting. Everyone's talking. Everyone is.
1: Oh, God. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> ridiculous. I can't.
2: It's called control freak, is what it is. I yes. just
1: can't imagine if we were at that table. <laughs> oh, oh God! It would have been, can you imagine? It would have. Been, oh, we would be a disaster. And really? she's
0: trying to say nice things like, thank you for inviting and me. She's, uh, uh, this food tastes delicious, you know, all the things. And she said that
2: they were talking before that. So, what the oh. hell?
1: And you can't shush people. You can't shush oh, grown don't adults. Do it. That is so condescending. Yeah. That's one of, to me, it's one of the most, especially a man to a woman. That is so condescending. And then the mom does it.
0: <laughs> God. Yeah, that so boyfriend weird. did not help. He let her out to dry. Oh. <laughs> That's what
1: happened. I'll say it again. It's like telling her Ooh. that his dad dresses up like a clown, uh. likes to eat in a clown outfit,
2: mm. and
1: he'll only tell you words in in clown horns. Really he <laughs> wouldn't no. even
2: do that. <laughs> it's noise. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh God, it just kills me. It just I, we would not do well there. No, I would. I would not oh return to that house. No. Oh, um, and
0: imagine our spouse. Oh, oh no. And,
1: no. MCs. Can you imagine on hell?
0: Oh, my Puerto Rican. And, 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 <laughs> uh, and we're islanders, you know, like the Filipinos. We are loud beepers.
2: <laughs>
1: and I'm gay. And you're and I, you right. Know what I mean? We sure aren't shutting up.
2: No way. <laughs> oh. At our table, there are like six different conversations going on at oh. once. It's yes. really loud. Like, Like, you have to yell.
1: Okay, but Lex, you brought up, let's just, seriously, I know we're running late, but that silence... That I would crack up so easily, or cry. Especially, oh, if yeah. I'm sitting, I'll be, like, if I'm I'll be sitting, in the kitchen oh, by
2: myself, crack it if, up.
1: Oh, if we I'd be were talking there, in there,
2: yes. I'd be in there going, "Oh, you guys have ice cream!" Oh.
1: <laughs> and especially if I'm sitting next to Lex or something, because I know I'm oh. looking. Oh God, I would like put my finger on your leg, like girl. I would press my finger in your. leg. Like, like, what the so hell done is that this? that many a time. Oh, you too. You yeah, I'm like, my leg oh, oh my and God, I'm like, oh, my God oh my, God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, what are we doing? Why are we? Is this really get out? Are we? Oh, <laughs> yes. I
0: would be so screwed. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> we got to take a break. Uh, the dirt alert next. Only like no other. Hi, everybody. It's Jason live from Nutrisource. The official dog food of our boys, Dexter and Mr. Big. NutriSource's library of, uh, of products is vast. No matter what you are looking for, they have it. Their Pure Vita brand um, has limited ingredients. We just got Mr. Big Sum a couple days ago. Uh, because, you know, as my as our boys get older, I really want to concentrate on their diet even more than ever. Uh, good nutrition. I want them to live a long, healthy life. And I'm so grateful that NutriSource provides that. And NutriSource has a, a formula for every step of your dog's life. They have treats. They have uh, food for puppies obviously. They have older uh senior recipes, grain-free, grain-inclusive. And if you have a picky eater, kombucha, uh, which is the bone broth food topper that you pour over the dog's dry food. Find a Nutrisource retailer near you by going to nutrisourcepetfoods.com. Hey my talkers. This is a my talk dirt alert. The biggest stories in entertainment and pop culture. You'll find him here. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's time for the Dirt Alert with Don McLean. Hello, Don.
2: Hello. Well, the Grammy nominations are out. Beyonce oh. is back in a big way. Uh she and Jay-Z are now tied for the most nominations of all time with 88 each. She can yes. also own the record for most Grammy wins of all time if she picks up four new trophies this time. And people were joking that they're going to be competitive with each other <laughs> during the ceremony. Like, I got one. All right. I got another. Like, <laughs> like it's an auction. Uh, Jay-Z got five nominations this year, two for Renaissance and three for his guest appearance on DJ Khaled's God Did. And now, um, They co-own the record. So um, Kendrick Lamar sits right behind Beyonce with eight nominations, including Album of the Year for Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Also for Album of the Year, you have ABBA. Oh. Or ABBA. Is it really? Abba? Yeah, sorry, Abba. <laughs> Abba. Abba, father. Okay, <laughs> it's supposed to be their final album called Voyage. Oh, Abba. Um, Adele got seven nominations Abba in the. F- <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cracker like Barrel. Again. <laughs> That's right. Um, Adele got seven nominations, and uh, these artists got six each: Harry Styles, DJ Khaled, Future, The Dream, Mary J. Blige, and engineer Randy Merrill. Um, the first Latin album nominated for album of the year uh, goes to Bad Bunny he's making history for yeah. Un Verano Sinti and then Ed Sheeran um, got nothing for his album oh, Equals, but he is nominated for best pop duo group performance for Camilla Cabello's uh, Bam Bam
1: Oh, that's shocking yes. I liked um, it
2: Dave Chappelle and Louis C.K. are both up for Best Comedy Album, which is going to upset a lot of people. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, Now, Drake is up. He's uh, tried to boycott the Grammys, but he's up for four of them. Thanks Mm. for his work work on Renaissance. Uh, And then Future's Waiting for You, Jack Harlow's Churchill Downs. Sunday, February 5th, Mark Your Calendars Down, co-hosted by Chris Rock and Will Smith. I'm kidding.
1: Oh, I was like, (laughs) like, what?
2: (laughs) I just to see if you're like those two
1: yeah, hosting. No, yeah. I,
2: that would be very weird. And then you're like, was mm-hmm. this a setup?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, boy. right. Oh, but that is not true. Just joking.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's Alexa's favorite award show.
0: I love, so it. I love, love it. it. I love it. It's mostly for the performances because they mm. pair people together that you wouldn't necessarily see together. And that's really fun. Of course.
2: And I love the fashion. Oh, for sure. They get to be a lot more free. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. If you don't follow Dion Warwick on Twitter please do <laughs> oh my gosh. you're missing yeah. out <laughs> because wow. she follows celebrity gossip and then comments on it basically mm-hmm. um, so she tweeted um, I am dating Pete Davidson next <laughs> 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 uh, this is after Emily Rakowski was linked with um, Pete Davidson as possibly dating him and you know Emily Rakowski actually liked the tweet. And so people are thinking, oh, it's true that they're dating since she was paying attention.
1: <laughs>
2: I just love Dionne Jeez. Warwick, but now I'm thinking, I'm trying to find her right now, and I'm oh. like, are there other Dionne Warwicks now? What's happening? Probably. you can't. Now it. you can't
1: tell, and now you can't tell. Oh. And I love, and I love the SNL spoof the Dionne Warwick talk show. Oh God, that's so funny when they do that. It's so oh, good. Oh yes. yes, yes.
2: Oh, fantastic um let's see <laughs> another story i had oh so the casey anthony documentary yeah um apparently oh, yeah. in it she goes in on the fact that she says her dad actually killed her daughter and that he staged it all to frame her really? george anthony this is what she's claiming and this is an early release of this documentary that is uh, on peacock and uh yeah She blames her father for Kaylee's death. He took her from me and he went away. So this is really interesting. This is way back in 2008 that uh, this happened. I can't believe it's that long ago. Um, so she claims that she fell asleep with Kaylee on top of her, only to be awoken by her dad in the middle of the night with Kaylee missing and George asking where she was. Uh, Casey says it didn't make sense for Kaylee um, to be gone because she says the kid would never leave a room without telling her. And she claims that her father eventually presented her with Kaylee's dead body. Oh. Which was so he and cold and told her that he had caused this. So wow you want to watch it now because yeah. at first i was like i don't want to see anything about her anymore no, I want to see it. but that's in the official trailer that you can see on peacock and find it on youtube as well
1: wow. more tv talk when we come back on the back
2: and now on jason and alexis in the morning
0: a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s
1: 13 historic years, J.R. Ewing has double-crossed his friends, betrayed his family, and destroyed his enemies. May 3rd, it'll all be over. It's J.R.'s Judgment Day. Dallas, trust us, it ends with a bang.
0: This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio
1: show. It actually ended with a whimper. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. That is from May of 1991, uh, promoting the series finale of my beloved Dallas. And I, uh, we're getting right. Play that for two reasons. First, we're getting ready to talk about TV. Number two, I got thinking last night, uh, with the massive success of Yellowstone and, uh, Ranchin and cowboys and stuff. Uh, Warner brothers, uh, it's a really good time to bring back Dallas again, but with a whole new cast. Obviously, our buddy Larry's dead, so you can't you can't just continue that that show. You gotta relaunch it.
2: Do they? they? Oh no. He's stopped in his tracks. <laughs> I mean, they've done it, Jace.
0: How would they do it differently?
2: Like baby muppets.
0: Is it just a complete reboot, or <laughs> what are we thinking here? <laughs> the Muppet, Muppet babies. babies, Muppet Babies oh. Dallas. Um. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm really genuinely curious to see how you would do it. Where it, I'm the network, convince me. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying because I, I can, I can hear them saying. We've done this before.
1: No, we haven't. And not I we, you, but network like network executive. No, no, no. But it has been no, done before. No, hasn't. No. Nope. What do you call the thing that we've celebrated? That was a continuation. I'm oh, talking about a complete reboot. Oh, I'm talking about starting like a new cast. Like you, you. It's like oh. God forbid. This is not a great analogy. What they should have done with Dynasty, but they didn't. But you do you start the show not over again, but it's a new cast set in current times where, and there's a lot of intrigue because oil obviously isn't what it used to be. So how does a family, how does a family whose whole fortune rested on oil? How do you do that now? How do you, you know, do you switch to energy and then their family, you know, there's family dynamics with the two sons and, and, and they then try to put
2: up their own wind turbine, and they can't because they're they doing can't. it on their own.
1: I'm just saying mm. ener- the energy business is real fascinating right now, so that could be an interesting backdrop.
0: And yeah, because Yellowstone, you- with what the listeners told us, remember who called yesterday, why we should watch is because it is based on what's going on. Yep, in the area and rich people coming in and buying the land. Yep,
1: and shows okay. are always and shows are always reflective of the times. And we are living in an era very much, uh, very similar to the era where Dallas debuted. The late seventies. There was a gas shortage. Uh, there was a um, uh, at the beginning of the Reagan era. Uh, the economy uh, sucked bananas, and we're mm-hmm. we're in. You know what I mean? There was inflation, and, mm-hmm. and uh, at the end of Jimmy Carter, at the beginning of Reagan, and we're kind of through that. So people like escapism. They like to look through the the the, the windows of the rich. And when you look through the win- windows of the rich. Um, It's aspirational, but then you realize they're more dysfunctional than you are. And that's kind of the magic. That was the magic of that original show. But I would flip it now. I would take I would take the blueprint of the 13 years of Dallas and play with it. Mm. You know what I mean? I would have so much fun taking those puzzle pieces like I wouldn't. I wouldn't beat for beat. I'm sorry, not beat. I wouldn't step-by-step step redo every plot. Like, if they do a Who Shot JR, yeah. switch it up. Have fun messing with the Bible of the original show to keep people guessing. Switch, you know, eventually maybe shoot JR, but do it differently. Maybe it's a different person. Follow the beats of the show, but make it fresh and make it more real. Dallas really was, in a way, so over the top that it was almost comedic. Yeah. Now you can base it a little more in reality, like Yellowstone. Piggyback off the success of Yellowstone. How do you feel about show... casting?
0: Do you want someone like a Kevin Costner, a, a well-known, to play the ma- the patriarch of the family,
1: or is it is I, it? I often think, and I have not had a single person come up to me, and I'm not kidding. I, I do think sometimes. I've thought of treatments. I've I've thought of treatments for Dallas, like writing a little. Sk- I don't even know how to do it. I would have to ask Don, but. Um, I've often thought who could step into that role yeah. and I'm and I'm not kidding I've never come up with a person.
0: I've Maybe never it's an thought of a,
1: I've I've never thought actor. of an actor who yeah. could portray like a 40s they need to be in their 40s. Right, that's, that's why this is needs. so
0: different from Yellowstone. I mean in the sense that yes, update the theme and what's happening, yeah. but people will still have the Dallas, you know, they'll be, always compare.
1: Yes. And that's fine. But I just think it's such a fertile, fun playground that that genre, a little soapy and that family people like, you know, people are liking the, 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 the man's man right now. So you, you, you it's the rough and tumble. And that's what Dallas is. Dallas was Dallas, you know, yeah, before Yellowstone. I don't think it's similar, but there are similar beats. And those beats are very popular right now. Obviously, 12 million people. So if I owned a property like Dallas, Dallas absolutely.
2: Could, okay, if you were yeah. if you were hmm. the concept creator and you um, sold them your treatment, you would absolutely have no control over who was cast. I know, and then they would take it and maybe you, they could name Ruin it something it. else. They could yeah. like honestly, they the writers just lose all control once they yeah. see the script. So unfortunately, well, that's a good thing because then you don't have to worry about it.
1: Yeah, Those I just blame you.
2: Mm-hmm. And blame then when it doesn't succeed. You're like, you ruined my project. Oh, right. And then my, you can my... go now on to not landing.
0: I'm not trying to push yeah. back. I was just curious no, to see I how this happened, good... because I do feel like, you know, that would probably be what they say. It's like, well, someone's done it before. And
1: I would just it's say different. But ride the wave. We're in. A, we're in. There's so many things. Yeah, that have uh, that are an advantage to rebooting that show. And if I own that property and it's an expensive property, Warner brothers mm-hmm. owns that name and the characters it's fertile. It's you can play with it and have a lot of fun. And it appeals to a demographic that the streamers like, um, you know, streamers aren't like the network. They're not all, they're not all chasing the youngins. It would appeal to a certain demographic that um, I don't know. Yeah. It's just me. Yeah. Mm. Uh, when we come back more TV talk, the crown, Uh, and White Lotus. Uh, We've watched more. What do we think now? Next. (laughs) Jason and Alexis in the morning. Beyonce's new one, Cuff It. Right here. Live on My Talk. Live streaming on our My Talk app. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Little uh, TV talk. More episodes of uh, White Lotus, or I should say the newest episode, episode three. Dropped on Sunday on HBO Max. Lex, what'd you think?
0: Oh, still really um, lights my fire. Yeah. (laughs) Melts your butter. (laughs) Melts my butter. Wow, there's just so many question marks you watch with a level of tension of what is going to happen. And uh, that this latest episode really delivered. There's still some unresolved issues from the second episode that I wish well I hope will be resolved we'll see but um wow yeah you sit on your the edge of your your couch watching it um in particular the the couples what's going on with them
1: I know so this is this episode not to give everything away we won't but there's a separation meaning um the guy the 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 two main couples the Mm -hmm. young couples uh former college roommates the guys go off and do something and the two wives go off and do something and yeah. drama ensues. That's all I want to say. And
0: it just goes to show that people are going through, whether it's for them, themselves individually or as couples, their own, uh, you know, their, their own issues. And so within these couples, they, they might seem that they're doing fantastic, but really they're not. And that is so true. So many, and so relatable. You see that in your own life all the time, right? Someone seems that they're super happy and everything's great, but really they're going through something major. You have no idea the struggles Mm -hmm. and, um, and some of these characters for sure and couples, it's not what they seem. And that's why I really love this show so much.
1: It's so well done.
0: Such, it's such gray area for all of them. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, the, there's no gray area for me that um, I love the actor, the British actor, um, who plays one of the husbands. Not Theo Keefe. Keith. Mm. Keith, the other guy. Um,
0: yeah, what, why do you like him so much? Hi, huh, I he's wonder a, what it could be, Jason,
1: huh? Well, Lex, he's a great actor, right. and I'm going to lead with that. Sure. Um, he showers I, a lot I, and
0: runs. I
1: don't pay attention to those scenes. Lex, right. I just appreciate his acting ability um, and the, how he does a great American accent. Uh-huh. That's what I.
0: <laughs> Will Sharp is his name.
1: Appreciate of Will Sharp.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I actually go in the other room when they. Do jogging scenes of his. I just go in the other room. I'm like, I'm going to go get some water right now. I oh, will be right back. Because
0: you couldn't care less, right?
1: I couldn't care less. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No, he's a new favorite of mine. <laughs> not uh, not just because of his uh, the physicality, but he's just a uh, he's interesting.
0: Yeah, his he, character.
1: You know what it is? Is his face. He is very expressive. Mm. He, there are moments and scenes where he has no dialogue, and he steals the scene. You know exactly what he's feeling. There's a moment where Theo uh, Keith's character is basically going like, hey, you should go into business with me in a way. And the camera does, they, Mike White, the director in everything of the show, of White Lotus, that's what we're talking about if you just tuned in, they cut to a close-up of him, of Will Sharp's character, and his face, you can read everything on his face. Yeah. It is mistrust. It is like you can see a light bulb. Well, you can see a light bulb going off of like well, confirming what you just said. He's he had a light bulb and aha opera moment with his friend going, "Oh. Yeah. I see you very clearly right now. Um as far as business is concerned, you have just revealed thyself." Yep. And there was no dialogue from him.
0: Life's always right. <laughs> <laughs> I kid I kid
1: but usually yes <laughs> yeah. and the soundtrack I mean just the way it's shot oh. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy there is no now that we're again that's why we're, we're not just giving you a diary of what we watch we're letting you know as we go through if it's still worth it this has no sophomore slump to me we're three no. in nope. this is just as uh, intriguing to me as the first season which is really rare to say on shows like this, yes, usually the, the yeah, usually the writers and creators they get they have a lot of success of the first season and they stumble on the second because they crumble of the uh, they crumble under the weight of the expectations of that second season
0: mm-hmm. um, you can tell Mike, Mike White is having fun too, oh, and exploring these characters, and what's great is is that the constant is just the resort, so they're living. And this amazing and a beautiful location and Jennifer Coolidge. But other than that, he can reimagine any, anyone can walk into this resort.
1: Theo Keith did an interview and he said that he shot a full frontal scene that they cut out of the show. It's like, oh, wow. Because we already saw, we saw a little bit of the corn. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah.
0: I actually missed that first time. I couldn't believe it. But then, yeah.
1: Did you? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: We did it live on the show. That's remember? right. That's um, right. We, we all yeah. looked at the corn. It was from the back. So, wow. Okay. Oh, there was Is a that full. Is going to be in bloopers? or?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Hope it's on the special features. <laughs> the deleted scene. But, no, there was, uh, I guess, full oh. corn. You oh. You saw the full. Wow. Full shucked, unshucked corn. Just the corn right there. Wow. Right there in the field. Yes. He's gone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. okay. and from what people have told me, he has no problem oh, showing his nibblies. <laughs> this isn't the not. first time he's done it. But if I looked like Theo <sighs> Keith, uh huh, I guess I would be okay with that too. So yeah. I don't know. He uh he gave an interview and revealed that this week. I think it was entertainment weekly. He's like, Oh, if you think that was back because someone asked him, do you feel objectified? Um he goes, No, I'm comfortable. He goes, if you think what we showed was bad or uncomfortable, he goes, I, I did a full scene. It's like, holy crap. Wow.
0: But, yeah. He really knows how to keep people interested in watching this show beyond just, uh, you know, that it's good writing and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, that might he, be. Does. Yeah. he does. He hmm. does. Y'all can catch up. You still have time because it's yes. just episode three. And I, mean, I think they're going to, is there eight? I
0: believe so, yeah. I think they're doing eight. That's, and you don't to have to watch number. the first season. To understand what's going on in the second.
1: No. It's a standalone story. The only holdover, again, is Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. But you, you just, she has a boyfriend. That's the only thing, thing that holds over.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's and, a little and, bit probably more that you'd get, but it's not a love, requirement.
1: And I love the hookers.
0: Oh, seven episodes in season seven. two of The White Lotus.
1: Okay. And I love the hookers.
0: Season one had six. Yes.
1: They are so good. They are, they're getting more and more interesting as the episodes go on. Um, speaking of TV tonight, I gave this reminder a little bit ago, but as we wrap up, uh, episode 11 of Andor, Don is, uh, is MC liking it any better?
2: I, I think he's done with the, is it done or is it just no. piece? No, okay. No, three he, episodes. he's not really loving it. Mm. He just, it's just for some reason, it doesn't feel like the world of star Wars to him. Um, what are his complaints exactly? I don't remember. He just doesn't really he doesn't love it.
1: I'm with him. I Mm. I hate saying that, but I this last episode I did like. It's kind of how Colin felt about the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Mm. He really liked the finale. I'm yeah. con- I liked this last episode. Lex, I know you love it. You I've been loving Antor. it the whole
0: time. I just those the build, because I care about the characters, so there's context. And now you're right. It's just action, action. What is going to happen? The build up is incredible. And to know that there are three episodes to really flesh it out, yeah.
1: Yeah, because yeah, eventually cool. it's I think it's two seasons and it's gonna go. But right up the door, uh, uh, bump up right up to the door of the beginning of Rogue One. Like mm. the series literally leads you right into Rogue One, the movie. Smart way so, to do it.
2: Yeah. yeah, That
1: is smart. Well, Rogue One, remember, knocked at the door of New Hope. So yeah. you can watch uh, So what we just talked about. You watch White Lotus on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And to recap, Andor on Disney Plus, the new episode drops right now. Yes. That's going to do it for us. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex?
0: That's right. You be you. Have a fantastic day. We love you so very much. Donna and Steve up next, and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye for now.